you have to make sure you stack up enough wins to offset the setbacks. It's as simple as that. As long as you get up one more time than you got knocked down, you're a winner. Fight. Stay in the fight. Keep fighting. Never give up. Never quit. Never quit. Never quit. Now let's join Bill Higgins as he shares the secret to approaching every day with a never quit attitude. Welcome back to the Never Quit Podcast. Welcome back to all my never quitters. This is Bill Higgins, host of the Never Quit Podcast, here to remind you that I am living proof that the first million is absolutely the toughest. I'm still striving every day to get there. So anyway, it's been a couple weeks since I've been on here. No excuses. I just got to get to it, man. I just got to get to it. I love doing my podcast. I love being on here. I got a little motivation today. I got a message from my friend Eddie who reminded me he was waiting for a podcast. Uh, so uh, he is a good inspiration for me. And I, uh, I I say it all the time. And I'm emotional. I'm an emotional guy. And uh, I feel motivated when I know people give a shit, really, right? So when I know people are listening, um, it motivates me more to do it. And, uh, you know, it's always ups and downs in life, right? So uh, it's Palm Sunday. And, uh, you know, on Sundays, you know, I like to get a little spiritual here. This is, uh, you know, very clearly not a religious program, but I am a church-going guy. I go to Mass every Sunday. Um, And uh, when I go to Mass, I try my best to get something out of the readings, right? To get something, to get a message, right? And, and, you know, no matter, I've been going to Mass uh, for 48 years now, right? I was an older boy. I used to read at Mass, Um, you know. I've heard every gospel reading uh, that you can imagine, but every time I hear um, a reading I've heard before, I get something different out of it. So today's Palm Sunday, so you have the uh, the, the gospel reading is, is the, the Passion of Christ, right? And I think I actually talked about this on a podcast last year. I talked about it from a different angle. Um, I can't even remember what it was, but I remember talking about uh, uh, a message that I got from Palm Sunday. But this this year I got a little bit of a different message for you. And I'm going to call this the Barabbas phenomenon, right? The Barabbas phenomenon. Um, I uh, I always uh, am drawn to that line in the Passion of Christ about give us Barabbas, right? The crowd chants, give us Barabbas. And Barabbas was a really bad dude, uh, somebody who was just, uh, you know, a, a criminal who belonged in jail, who probably deserved to be crucified. Um, and when Pontius Pilate goes out and says, hey, I'm going to free one of these guys. You know, you want me to free Jesus? And he was hoping they did say free Jesus. Um, or do you want me to free Barabbas, this actual criminal? And the crowd says, free Barabbas, give us Barabbas. And then he asked, what should I do with Jesus? And they said, crucify him, right? And uh, this is a really powerful part of that gospel reading. And, um, you know, I, I've always been kind of drawn to that section of it. And why are they, why are the, why is the crowd saying free Barabbas? So what I want to talk about today is what I'll call the Barabbas phenomenon and how this, uh, this phenomenon can both help you and hurt you in your life, right? How you can use it for good and for evil or how you need to be mindful of it, right? Um, and how being mindful of it can really help you in a positive and a negative way, right? So first off, I want to talk about why this happens, right? It's the crowd mentality. The crowd mentality, right? So 
um, there's a few leaders that get in that crowd and they start saying, hey, you know, uh, you know, why don't we say free Barabbas, free Barabbas, right? Let's crucify this guy, Jesus, right? He's no good. He's telling everybody he's the king of the Jews, right? You know, he's full of it, blah, blah, blah. And they get in a couple people's ears and they recruit a couple people to go along with it. And then that mob mentality kicks in. So everybody just says that some of these people don't even know what the hell they're talking about, probably, right? The vast majority of them, right? Just like on Facebook, People see something on Facebook and they just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Well, they didn't have Facebook back then, right? This is uh, 33 BC or 33 AD, right? Uh, 33 uh, years after Christ was born. So they didn't have Facebook, obviously, right? But the same mentality applied. You know, one person says something, if the right person says it and the right people listen to it, right? They spread it, it becomes a phenomenon and they just repeat it. So here are these people saying free Barabbas. Most of them know what the hell they're talking about. Right. But they say it. why mob mentality. Right. So you need to be mindful of that. So the first thing I want to say to you is be very mindful of just going along with the crowd. Right. You know, don't just go along with something because everybody's doing it. Think for yourself. Right. Think for yourself. If you if you're that kind of person that just goes along with what everybody's doing, you would have been one of the ones saying, give us Barabbas. Right. You don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that person. So stay away from that mob mentality. It happens all the time. People read something on Facebook, they form an opinion based on that, they start repeating it, right? And the next thing you know, they're believing something that probably isn't even true or they didn't really deeply believe because they're just in that mob mentality, the crowd mentality. So be very mindful of that. I'm not saying, look, when people are right, they're right. And if you're convinced that what they said was right, then go with it, right? But be mindful of the fact that don't just go along with something because everybody's doing it. Real leaders go against the grain sometimes. Go against the grain often, right? So that brings me to how you can use this to your advantage, this, this mob mentality or this, this influencer idea, right? And you can use this um, in sales, right, in meetings, in trying to advance your career, in conversations with other people, right? When you're trying to get a group to go along with something, quite often you really only need one person or two people in that group to be on your side because they are the influencers, right? Just like in this Barabbas, Barabbas phenomenon, right? There were influencers out there. Probably the high priests were down there. You know, somebody says, hey, my, you know, my pastor, my priest told me to do this. So I went along with it. They were saying free Barabbas. So I went along with it, right? Whatever. I, I trust him. I, I, I believe what he tells me, right? So a lot of times when you're in a meeting, hey, 10 12 people, 20 people, 30 people, 100 people, right? Doesn't matter how many, right? If you could convince the one or two influencers in that group, they're going to help carry that message to the others, right? When I used to try uh, cases, right? When I was DA and I was, I, was, I was a good trial lawyer, right? I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I was a really good trial lawyer, right? I tried cases and I won most of them. And I was really good arguing my cases to a jury, right? Well, one of the things that I would do in jury selection is I would actually, while I'm picking the jury, I'd be looking at them and I said, I wonder who the foreman's going to be, right? And I would, I could usually predict with alarming accuracy who the foreman of that jury was going to be, right? By the way, they carried themselves, by the way, they answered questions, you know, um, by looking at their background, knowing a little bit about them. I could usually, with pretty good accuracy, tell you who the foreman was going to be. And if I ended up being right, I could tell you whether or not I was going to get a conviction because it was usually somebody I thought showed some leadership skills, some leadership qualities, 
and that they were clearly an influencer, right? Just the way that they carried themselves, uh, the way they presented themselves. I'm not saying that on a jury trial, I only had to convince one person, but I did feel that if I convinced those one or two people who really showed leadership qualities, that it was going to go a long way towards carrying the day because let's face it, the vast majority of people are followers, right? Unfortunately, it's just an unfortunate reality. The vast majority of people are followers. So, once, once you get one and then two and then three and then four, they don't want to go against the grain. So, you know, number six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 are probably just going along for the ride. All right. At least at the lower, the 12th one or, the, you know, the 11th one, 10th one, whatever, they're just going along for the ride. You got to get those first couple ones. So when I would try a case in front of a jury, I would try to identify who do I got to make my arguments to? Who on this 12 member panel of jurors is it that needs to hear and understand what I'm saying so they could go back in the jury room and carry that message to the others. Who do I got to convince, right? I use, I use this in sales all the time, right? Now, it's on a much smaller scale. But, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in uh, the home improvement business, and we do in-home sales. And when I go to a, a house, right, and usually it's a husband and wife sitting there ready to do a home improvement project. Almost invariably, there's only one of the two that I got to convince, Right. And this isn't a sexist thing because quite often it's 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 the wife. Right. Um, probably about a 50 50 split. It's a personality thing, not a gender thing. When I get into a house and I start talking to them and making conversations, you can sort of understand who's the who's the influencer here? Who's the one that's going to carry the ball uh, to the end zone to make this sale happen? And then I start targeting that person. Now, I, that doesn't mean I exclude the other person. Right. I want them to feel part of it and they're involved. But I know which one of these two I got to convince. And then the other one is going to be a lot easier, right? It's usually the one that's tougher is the one you got to convince. The one that seems to be the tougher sale because if you convince them, the other one's going to come along for the ride, right? So I do it every day in my life in sales, right? Who is the influencer in this group? Um, but when I'm in a meeting, a meeting, you know, with whoever, right? Who in this room is the influencer? Who is the person that I need to convince to help the others go along with it, right? When you're running for office, when I run for office, right, you know, I, you know, I, I go out to try to get votes. But when I talk to a group, I look at who was the leader in that group, who, who was the person that was going to carry this message to the rest of them to get it done. That Barabbas phenomenon, that's what I'm going to call it, the Barabbas phenomenon. So as I was in mass, at mass today and I'm hearing the gospel reading and it always, like I said, strikes me is why in the hell are all these people saying free Barabbas? I mean, we all know Jesus was a good guy, man. He was he was turning water into wine, you know, making the blind see, healing the sick, raising people from the dead. I mean, the message of Jesus was well known at that time of what he was doing and, and the good that he was doing. And he, they really didn't have much to accuse him of other than saying that he was calling himself the king of the Jews, right? Which he really wasn't. He said his kingdom was not of this earth, right? But... This is what they were accusing him of with very little proof, right? They just said it, much like what happens on Facebook. People just say things with very little proof. The social media phenomenon, not much different than the Barabbas phenomenon, right? But, you know, so as I'm sitting there thinking about this, I'm like, this is, you know, my message that I'm getting out of this today is that this Barabbas phenomenon, it could be good and bad, right? It's terrible if you fall victim to it. It's terrible if you fall victim to it. But if you understand it, and can use it to your benefit. Well, God forbid we start using the crucifixion as something to your benefit. Absolutely, that's not absolutely not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is just that phenomenon that led to that, right? It can be used to your benefit. So anyway, 
it's what I got out of, of, of Mass today, um, and I thought I'd share it with my with my audience because I do like to do a little bit of a spiritual message on Sunday. What I think, you know, there's a lot of religious shows out there, right? You, there's anywhere on the radio dial you can find a religious show. You can, um, you know, Joel Osteen is a great person to listen to if you want to get a religious message, a feel good message. Um, and go talk to your priest. You could go to Mass. Go talk to your pastor, whatever. I'm not. I'm not portraying that I am. I'm presenting any type of religious message here. I'm just putting out there to you the message that I get. And when I go to mass on Sundays, or you know, and I go to daily mass. I've talked about this before. I enjoy going to daily mass if I get up early enough and can get to. Um, in Somerset, uh, there's a 7 a.m. mass. Uh, so when I go to when I go to the office, sometimes I get there early enough I can stop in, go to 7 a.m. mass, and it's really a great way to start my day. So, um, you know, I. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I'm not saying I'm a religious guy, but I, you know, I have God in my life and, uh, you know, I know, um, that I'm a sinner and that, um, you know, just like, just like we all are really, but you know, I'm probably a sinner more than most. Right. Um, but I know that every day I could go to God and ask him for forgiveness and, and, and make myself a better, better person. Right. So, um, anybody who thinks they're not a sinner, uh, God bless you, man. That's, uh, more power to you, man. But um, I know that I am, and I know that I need to repent and do everything I can. But I go to Mass, and I try to get a message out of it. And when I get a good message out of it, I like to share it with my audience. So anyway, uh, enough on that topic. Um, happy to be back here on the podcast. They changed some things with Anchor, so you won't even hear that regular Anchor commercial that I used to do in here. I don't know if they're going to update it, give me another one to do. But this, this app is now called uh, Podcasters for Spotify or... Um, I think that's what it's called. Pod, Spotify for podcasters is what it's called. Spotify owned anchor. Um, they changed the name. They changed the way they do the advertising. Um, they actually created a subscription app, which they, they make you sign up for here to get to the ability to put ads on here. So I may look at putting some uh, subscription content on here, but for the most part, you know, the, the, the podcast will continue as it is. So anyway, uh, that's all I really got for today. I just wanted to share that message with you, um, and uh, you know, see what see what you get out of it, right? That Barabbas phenomenon. Give us some thoughts. See how you can use it to your benefit, and be very careful not to fall into that Barabbas phenomenon trap where you are just going along with the crowd. Anyway, that's all I got for today. In the mean, I'll be back here real soon. Uh, hopefully, I, like I, I committed to doing a hundred podcasts this year, and I fell off track. But I'm I'm getting back, man. I am getting back. I'm just putting that. You know, the, the the line in the sand right now saying, get on here every day and do the podcast. Right? I got people that want to hear it, right? And I, I feel good when I'm sharing my messages. Sometimes I babble. I might have babbled a little bit today. But um, I feel good when I, can, when I can share this message with my audience. Anyway, I'll be back again tomorrow, I hope. In the meantime, have a great day. Remember, never surrender, never give up, and never quit. Tomorrow isn't promised, but today is. Get out there and make the very best of it. Your best days lie ahead of you.